Bottom Line Podcast. What's going on? This is the Bottom Line Podcast presented by Anchor.fm, your home for sports and entertainment talk. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. I hope you're doing well. As always, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to take a listen. I really do appreciate it. Before we get started, you know the drill. Questions, opinions, Twitter and Instagram at BottomLineWMCX. Use hashtag BottomLine. Leave a voice message on the Anchor app or at Anchor.fm. And if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, please leave a like and a comment down below helps out tremendously and please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you do not miss a single episode and please subscribe on all audio listening platforms just include jimmy when searching for the bottom line podcast all right so before we get started i know you were probably expecting my my good friend and my co-host neil villapiano to be joining me for this episode but to be 100 percent honest with you neil has been having a rough week he's been dealing with a lot of mental stuff which i'm not going to get into the full details of so he needed this week off, but he will be back next week. So Neil will be okay. So, and I do appreciate everybody who has been uh, reaching out to me, sending their thoughts and prayers to Neil. I really do appreciate that. I'm sure he does as well. So don't worry, Neil will be back next week and he will be okay. So actually two thumbs up for my man, Neil Piano. He will be okay. So don't you worry about him. So you're running solo with me for this episode, but there's quite a bit to unpack as today we will be talking a little bit about the James Harden trade that took place this week because that is a huge, huge deal. And I will be making my NFL picks for the divisional round this week. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get started. So to uh, listen, I'm going to say this again. I am no basketball savant. I'm not the biggest basketball fan here, so I'm going to try to break this down the best that I can. But before I do that, let me give you the exact details of the trade, courtesy of CBS Sports in an article by Sam Quinn, because I think he broke this down the best way possible, at least in my opinion. I know Neil Neil knows way more basketball than me, but this article, I think, explains it very, very well. So, James Harden is getting the trade he wanted. The Houston Rockets are sending their former MVP to the Brooklyn Nets in a massive blockbuster deal that includes four teams and multiple star players, according to reports from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski and the Athletics' Shams Charania. Sorry if I'm saying that incorrectly. Here is what the deal looks like in full based on current reporting. The Rockets get Victor Oladipo, Rodians Karukas, Karuks, my apologies, and Dante Exum. Four unprotected first-round picks in 2022, 2024, and 2026, and from Milwaukee in 2022, and four unprotected first-round pick swaps. Uh, This year's pick, 2023, 2025, and 2027. The Nets get James Harden, obviously. The Indiana Pacers get Karis LeVert and a 2023 second-round pick from Houston. And the Cleveland Cavaliers get Jarrett Allen and Torian Prince. Harden has been pushing for a trade to the Nets, specifically since initially requesting a trade during the offseason. He played with Kevin Durant with the Oklahoma City Thunder for the first three seasons of his career. And now that the two of them have reunited, 
Brooklyn should have the NBA's best offense by far. The Rockets made the trade of Harden official on Thursday morning when owner Tillman Fertitta thanking the superstar guard's time in Houston. And you can read the official statement on social media. Look, this trade is obviously a big, big deal. Because now, if you're the Brooklyn Nets, you have a big three of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, whenever Kyrie Irving decides to come back. And by the way, uh, Kyrie Irving just got fined $50,000 for deciding to be an idiot and violating the uh, coronavirus uh, health and safety protocols. But I'm not going to get into the – I'm not going to get into a rant about that. But, look, Kyrie Irving's been out for, I believe, almost a week now. I believe about a week or so Kyrie Irving has not suited up for the Brooklyn Nets. He has not played at all. But, look. Whenever Kyrie decides to come back, and if he decides to come back, that offense for the Brooklyn Nets is going to be absolutely dangerous. I mean, look, now that James Harden is not worried about being in Houston anymore, I know he didn't like Houston, seeming as though he wanted to request a trade. Now that he's with Kevin Durant again, I have a feeling that those two and Kyrie Irving, again, whenever he decides to come back, that offense is going to be lethal. Now, yes, losing Jared Allen and Karis LeVert sucks it does and by the way I can't believe they got rid of Jared Allen I mean <laughs> wasn't Jared Allen your third starter you didn't need to go look did they panic yes you didn't need to go full-on panic mode and trade your third starter and Jared Allen Jared Allen who has been very very good for the Brooklyn Nets and so is Karis LeVert losing both of them is terrible and you also lost uh, Spencer Dinwiddie for I believe the season so that's also a huge blow for the Brooklyn Nets. But you know what? I think they're still a great team, and I still think that they are championship contenders. But with that being said, here's the bottom line. The Brooklyn Nets basically traded for James Harden for everything. They basically mortgaged their future. They gave up all those draft picks to get James Harden because the Brooklyn Nets are saying, hey, we are all in on this NBA championship now. They want to win now. And again, I'm no basketball savant, but I'm pretty sure that if you're going to mortgage your future to win it all right now, you better do it. Or you better at least make the NBA Finals this season. Because if you don't at least make the NBA Finals this season, it is a failure of a season for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I will say this. If, if the Brooklyn Nets do not win at least one NBA championship with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving all still on the team, if they do not win at least one NBA title, this is not going to end well. It's not. This trade is not going to look good for the Brooklyn Nets if they cannot win at least one NBA title. How often do you see a big three like this? Now, I get it. You had a big three with LeBron, uh, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. You had a big three uh, with the Golden State Warriors. You had a big three with so-and-so. I, I, I get all that. With all these super teams, look, I get it. But this big three, offensively, who's stopping them? Who's stopping them? You can let me know in the comments below on YouTube or on Twitter and Instagram. Who's stopping this big three? Nobody I know. 
Maybe Milwaukee if they decide to get their act together. But look, if it happens to be Nets and Lakers in the NBA Finals, which I believe that's what everybody is projecting right now, considering the fact that the Nets got James Harden, if it's Nets, Lakers in the NBA Finals and the Nets don't win the NBA championship this year, I'll be like, all right, well, at least they made the NBA Finals. You can't really say the season was a failure. But if they don't make the NBA Finals this year, it's absolutely a failed season. It's finals or bust this year for the Brooklyn Nets. And like I said, if they do not win at least one NBA championship with those three players still on their roster, it is not going to be a good look for the Brooklyn Nets. You gave away your entire future for this. You better make this work. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick. I know Neil has a lot more to say about this than I do. I'm sure we'll get his thoughts next week so we'll dive in a little bit more about this next week but the bottom line is from my perspective if you're going to give away your future for all this for an NBA championship you better make it work otherwise it is not going to be a good look if you're Sean Marks in the Brooklyn Nets that's the bottom line so now with that being said let's transition over to the NFL divisional round where I will now give my NFL picks as who will be moving on to the conference championship round so first game the los angeles rams will go into lambo to take on aaron Rodgers and the green bay packers so now this is going to be a very interesting battle because green bay is the number one scoring offense but the rams are the number one scoring defense led by aaron donald and Jalen ramsey and all those boys listen jared goff is going to play We know that. But here's the problem. Jared Goff, to me, is not going to be the reason why the Rams have a chance to go in the Lambeau and beat Green Bay. The only reason why the Rams will have a significant chance to knock off Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers is because of their defense. Period. That is it. Their defense is the only way they're going to have a chance to beat Green Bay. Jared Goff is playing with an injured thumb. He's got a pin in his thumb. Yeah, I, I understand that Sean McVay has said he's, he's been progressing upward in practice. I get that. But you're practicing in L.A. where it's 80, 85 degrees and it's sunny. You're talking about going into Lambeau Field where it's going to be 20 degrees and a 50% chance of snow is possible. You mean to tell me that Jared Goff is going to go out there and have a good time throwing the football with an injured thumb in that place? Hell freaking no. You cannot convince me of that otherwise. So because of that, I am taking the Green Bay Packers to beat the Los Angeles Rams. In a close one, I'm going to say I'm going to say 27 to 24 Green Bay pulls it out. The Rams defense will show up. They'll show up. But Jared Goff is a big question mark. We all know what Aaron Rodgers can do. Aaron Rodgers is going is going to win uh, NFL MVP, in my opinion. If he doesn't, I'll be stunned. Look, Patrick, if, Matt, if Patrick Mahomes wins it, all right, it's Patrick Mahomes. But in my opinion, nobody is more deserving of MVP this year than Aaron freaking Rodgers. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, he's a bad man. Woo! Give me the Green Bay Packers 27 to 24 over the Los Angeles Rams. Next game. The Baltimore Ravens 
have a date with the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. Buffalo is 11-3 and in home playoff games in team history. Ravens are coming off beating the, beating the Titans on the road. Lamar Jackson finally winning his first playoff game, and now he's got an even tougher task at hand with the Buffalo Bills. Look, what was the narrative of Lamar Jackson, his career so far? He couldn't win a playoff game. Now, I, I think that's a little unfair because, look, we still question his throwing ability. We know what he can do with his legs. He can run the football sort of like a Michael Vick-ish type of player. I'm not comparing him to Michael Vick, but even still, that's what he reminds me of. We know what he can do with his legs, but how is he going to do passing the football against that Buffalo Bills defense? I got news for you. Probably not all that great. Now, am I going to blame it all on Lamar Jackson if he doesn't have a good game? No, because the Bills defense is actually pretty solid. But in my opinion, if the Ravens want a chance to win this game, Lamar Jackson's going to have to show up and their defense is going to have to step up big time. The Ravens' defense is no joke. I will give them that. So the defense is going to give them a chance to win. But the bottom line is, with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Singletary, Dante Knox, I mean, the Bills' offense is going to be the biggest factor, in my opinion. So give me the Buffalo Bills to beat the Baltimore Ravens and advance to the conference championship round of the NFC. Give me the Bills 30 to 20, 30 to 20 Buffalo Bills. Next game, the Cleveland Browns against the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. So I've given my spiel on the Cleveland Browns on a past episode, and you can go back to um, my recap of the wildcard weekend to see how I felt about the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. But the Cleveland Browns are pretty much saying, we deserve to be here. We're going to go into Kansas City and give them a challenge. I 100% believe it. I really, really do. Because with that offense, led by Baker Mayfield, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry. Oh, and by the way, they still have not played with Odell Beckham Jr. They still don't have him. He's been hurt. The fact that they're doing all this without him really, really shows something with this team. And Kevin Stefanski, despite him not coaching the team last week, Kevin Stefanski should deserve some recognition for being coach of the year, considering what he's done with this team. He has done a terrific job, and Baker Mayfield has, seems to have terrific chemistry with him. But here's the thing. They're going up against Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and a terrific running game. Do I need to say any more? I'm sorry, but the Cleveland Browns season ends here. I am picking the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Browns. This is going to be a, another close game. I'm picking the Kansas City Chiefs to win 37 to 34. I, I think it's going to be a very, very close game with a lot of points scored. 37-34, give me the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to advance to the AFC championship game so I think it'll be the Bills and the Chiefs playing in the AFC championship game lock that in for me last game Bucks Saints Brady versus Breeze three this will be the third time that Tom Brady and Drew Brees have faced off against each other this season 
And it could possibly be the final time that we see these two legendary quarterbacks face off because Drew Brees sounds like he is going to call it a career after this season. And he, he already knows what he wants to do. Drew Brees has a job lining up for him, lined up for him in the broadcast booth. So we already know what he's going to do. And Tom Brady still has a couple more years left. He still wants to keep playing and he's expected to play next season. I, 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 I think we all saw that coming. But the Saints swept the Buccaneers in the regular season. This Bucs team right now is completely different. Why? Because they're protecting Tom Brady more. If you've really paid attention to Tampa Bay, they, their offensive line has not really done a great job protecting Tom Brady. Throughout the past last few weeks of the regular season, they've done a much better job of protecting Tom Brady. And look, Tom Brady's got weapons galore. galore. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, Ronald Jones, I believe, is back off IR. I mean, do I really need to say any more about Tom Brady? But here's the thing. The Saints are no joke either. I personally believe the Saints are the much better team here. I really, really do because of guys like Michael Thomas. You still got Alva Kamara. You have a defense that's actually playing really, really well. And Drew Brees doesn't look like he wants to go home anytime soon. But my Super Bowl pick is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I got to stand by that pick. So unfortunately for Drew Brees, I think his season and his career ends here. I am going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Saints 40-37. to I think it's going to be an offensive shootout between both teams. But in the end, Tom Brady will prevail and he will get his revenge against the New Orleans Saints. So give me the Buccaneers 40-37. to I have the Green Bay Packers against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC Championship game. And I have the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC Championship game. And on that note, that'll wrap it up for this episode of the Bottom Line Podcast. If you agree or disagree with anything I said, let me know on Twitter and Instagram at BottomLineWMCX. Use the hashtag BottomLine. Leave a voice message on the Anchor app or at anchor.fm. And as always, if you like what you're seeing on YouTube, please leave a like and a comment down below. Helps out tremendously. And please make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you do not miss a single episode. And please subscribe on all audio listening platforms. Just include Jimmy when searching for the Bottom Line Podcast. It has been a fun yet busy week. Enjoy your weekend. Catch you all next week. I will be doing a recap of the NFL Divisional Round next week. So stay tuned for that. It's been a fun but busy week. Enjoy your weekend. I'm Jimmy Finizzi. This is the Bottom Line Podcast. See you in the next episode. Peace out.